Welcome to Volunteer Friendly, Episode 5, What Does It Mean to Lead Worship with Technology? Hey everybody, I am Will, and welcome to Volunteer Friendly, a show from, from studio to stage. Uh, this is a show where the goal is to present you every week in 10 minutes or less, a question, a thought um, that hopefully makes you contemplate and then discuss with your team. And this is something that we either decide we should start doing, stop doing, why did we do this in the first place? And the goal of the show is not to be a platform for me to present my ministry philosophies, but again, something that's thought provoking that you should leave every episode with a little bit of tension. My goal is not to answer the questions um, uh, and present the answers, but my goal is to uh, present the question and for you to discuss with your team and your own local ministry um, what the answer to this is. Is. Now, today's episode is very near and dear to my heart. I've mentioned uh, on previous episodes that I both have experienced leading worship, being a musician, as well as doing production. And I've seen kind of both sides of this. Uh, and if you've been in that same boat um, doing both, I think you're going to resonate a bit with this. But um, one of the things I've done in my past is I was the uh, the the uh, person that led the what was called the production track at Ocean's Edge School of Worship. And our goal was to present a program where people that were interested in production, people that were interested in technology, that wanted to serve in a church context, that wanted to serve on a Sunday morning, would be trained to be excellent with the technology, to understand the technology, to be both creative and technical, but that they truly would be worship leaders. They truly would lead worship through technology. As they were back at the soundboard, they would be pushing a fader for the glory of God. If they were running lights, then they would be programming lights and pressing play and moving faders and changing gobos and doing all the things they do for the glory of God. And that's something that we taught and we ingrained into our students. And I think we really did that. I think a lot of students graduated as worship leaders who just happened to be production people. And I've been in churches where that was the goal and that was the intent to where um, no matter what you're doing, what role you're playing on Sunday morning, um, you are leading worship. You're on stage playing guitar, you're on stage singing, you're teaching, you're uh, teaching the word of God, you're preaching, you're back at the the soundboard, you're uh, back in the video booth, whatever you're doing, you are leading worship. But I've also been at churches where there tends to be this divide. Uh, and I, I think we see this divide a lot of times in our org charts, right? You know, no one likes to talk about church being a organization, right? We, we, a lot of times just think of it as the spiritual thing, right? We think of it as the big C church, um, uh, you know, the global church, right? We think of this thing as the church is the body of Christ, but it's also organization. It's full of humans and those humans need to be managed in some way. They need to be led. And so we create these departments that go, this person reports to this person and reports to that person. I'm not trying to poke at those things and say, those are bad things. They're necessary things if we organize a group of people. But a lot of times you look at the org chart and you kind of see this distinction, whether intentionally or not, because we go, here's the worship department, here's the production department, right? And there's always this tension and always this conversation of who's in charge of who. And I've seen situations and scenarios where there's a lot of bad blood and a worship leader gets put in in, in, uh, in charge of both the worship leaders and the production people, and it doesn't go well. I've seen situations where someone like a service program director, someone like a creative director gets put in charge of production and worship. I've seen it going well. I've been a part of situations where it hasn't gone well, and that's probably more me than that role. Um, But I've seen org charts made up to where people say, here's the worship, here's the other stuff. 
um, the church I'm currently at, the way it's split up, and I think this is by design, and I think it's intentional, is there is worship, and as a part of worship is music and production. And I really like that because that drives home that that point that the when you walk in on a Sunday morning, the people that are leading worship, some of them are on stage and some of them are behind a booth. So I think things like that are important, but I always go back to, okay, what does that really mean? What does it mean for someone to be running sound for the glory of God, someone to be running sound and leading worship versus uh, just making a great mix? It, it can't be quality. It can't be excellence because there's a lot of people, a lot of churches I know that hire an audio engineer that they may not be following Christ. They may not believe the Bible, but they are a really freaking good audio engineer. And so they create an excellent mix on Sunday. Well, is that person leading worship? Are they leading worship? Does does leading worship through technology mean doing it? Well, it kind of goes back to uh, one of our previous episodes where we said, has excellence become an idol? Have we pursued excellence so much that it's actually become an idol in our worship services? And that's a whole nother, co- whole nother conversation for another day. Uh, if you want to get into that conversation, then uh, look for episode two of uh, the Volunteer Friendly uh, Show. But um, I, just when it comes practically to that, I just often think like, what does it really mean to lead worship? And I can think of experiences I've had where I feel like working together as a team, viewing what you do on Sunday, not as a purely technical thing, but it's actually spiritual. Doing what you do for the glory of God. We talked about on episode two, uh, the whole is excellence become idol. First Corinthians ten thirty one. So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Mixing audio for the glory of God, I think is leading worship through technology. Now, again, I don't want to answer the question too much more here, but I, I do think this is a great discussion, particularly for you to have with your team, for you to have with your leadership. Uh, you know, in what ways have we split things up by an org chart that has become really not beneficial, you know, to us? Uh, in what ways have we um, encouraged division by saying this is worship and this is not? And again, very much probably not intentionally. I don't know many people that intentionally go, we want our church to be divided and we want these people to be viewed as lesser than these people. Um I think sometimes, again, we view those that are on stage leading worship as the people that are doing the work that are leading the worship. And we view the tech production people as the people that are supporting that act. And in a lot of ways, that really is the case. But are they supporting that act and they're all doing it together to lead worship? Or are these the people leading worship and these are the people that are just kind of the hired guns or volunteer people to, to make that happen? And so I think in your particular context, it would be really interesting for you to have that discussion with the production people um, uh, at your church that are hired, that are volunteers. And what I found is you'll talk to some of them that go, I'm not leading worship. I'm just I'm you know running audio. What are you talking about? That's weird. That's like creepy, man. Like that's you know, get that spiritual mumbo jumbo out of here. Um, you may experience that or you may experience people that go, no, I am worshiping God as I lead worship. I'm worshiping God as I uh, move faders. I think sometimes we think, and again, I I don't want to present this as good or bad, right or wrong, but I think sometimes we think leading worship with technology is the person that's the audio engineer that's mixing with one hand and has one hand raised up for uh, the other hand. And that's the person that they visibly are worshiping God by what they're doing. But I, I think let's, let's go beyond that. Let's say, uh, leading worship through technology is not the person doing pro presenter with one hand and hitting space bar and has their hand raised with the other one, but someone that's mixing audio, someone that's running lighting, someone that's running pro presenter, how do they do that? Do their technical thing well and also lead worship. Is that even possible? 
Like that's the goal that I want us to get out of this week's episode. Now to end every episode, uh, I try to present three processing questions. Um, If you're like me, you typically read a book and if they have questions at the end of the chapter, I skip to the next one. But my goal here is really for you to grab these questions and process them on your own and then discuss them with your team, if that makes sense for you. Uh, And so if you want a downloadable PDF version of these questions, then head to volunteerfriendly.com. Again, search for episode five. That's the episode we're on and you will find these three questions. So here we go. Let's let's hit on these. Number one, what does this is highly personalized to you? Again, my goal is not to provide the answer; it's to provide a question that hopefully uh, makes some tension happen and makes you think. Number one, what does leading worship with technology mean to you? Is it even possible? Maybe you feel like it's not. Maybe you feel like it's just a phrase that came up. You know, the same era when we stopped saying worship leader and we called it a lead worshiper. Does that even mean anything? Number one, what does leading worship with technology mean to you? Two, uh, or is it even possible? Number two, I'm going to give you two questions on the first one there, but that's okay because I'm in charge. I can do that. Number two, in our language and our org charts, are we making worship and technology, worship and production, two different things? In our language on Sunday morning and our org charts, are we making worship and production, worship and technology, two different things? And finally, number three, in what ways can we encourage our tech teams and our production volunteers to lead worship? In what ways can we encourage our tech teams and production volunteers to lead worship? Again, as a reminder, if you want a downloadable PDF of those questions for you to contemplate on your own and discuss with your team, head to volunteerfriendly.com and search for episode five. You'll find those questions there. And I hope that this really is maybe more so than any other discussion, any other episode we've had so far. This is highly team driven because it's hopefully going to stop us from separating and bring us to provide some unity between these maybe two different camps that a lot of ways think differently so that we all have the goal of leading worship no matter whether we're on stage or off stage. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll see you next week, Thursday, 10 a.m. Central, as we continue our discussion and kind of live in that tension and have fun with it. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye.